Well, in a minute, we're going to have uh, Silas come and share with us. I'm going to be interviewing him, so I'll, I'll jump onto the other side of the camera. But what we've been doing in this series is spending a bit of time just reflecting as a church in a portion of Scripture to begin with and asking God to highlight one thing from that Scripture that he's getting our attention about. So today, we're going to be reflecting on a short passage from Hebrews. And what I'd love you to do is to read it. It's, it's going to be popping up in the comments, but it's, it's Hebrews 4, verses 14 to 16. And if you read it, and as you read it, just allow the Holy Spirit to get your attention about a, a word or, or, a, or a phrase. And what we mean by allow the Holy Spirit to get your attention is, is just allow something from those verses to, to particularly get your attention. And what, what, what I'd like you to do is to share that in the comments when, you've, uh, when you feel like something has, has got your attention. So I'm going to pray for us and then uh, we'll spend a bit of time reflecting and then I'll ask Silas up. So Father, would you, would you, uh, sorry, I'm going to post the, the, the scripture should be in the comments as well if you haven't got a Bible. So Father, would you highlight anything to us, something to us from this portion of scripture? Would you help us to hear your voice through uh, your word? Would there be something that is deeply applicable to our lives at the moment from Hebrews 4? Holy Spirit, speak. We give you time to to draw something out of this passage of Scripture. So read it a couple of times and then post what you feel God is highlighting. Okay, well, I'd love to see uh, some of the things that have been getting your attention, so uh, please do start posting them in the comments, and, and it's really encouraging being able to read uh, each other's, uh, the things that God's highlighted to each other, and, and in a way, that's, that's part of the church, as a church, we're, we're teaching each other, we're allowing God to teach each of us, and, and God using what he teaches me, what he teaches you, to encourage the rest of the body, so it's really important for us as a family to to build each other up in this way. So let's let's have a look. So Rosh, thank you, mate, for, for jumping in first. Finding grace that we need it the most, trusting in God's timing. For me, the, the phrase was that, that we have a great high priest, not just a high priest, but a great high priest in heaven. So keep, keep sending them up, keep posting up those comments. Love to see what God's getting your attention about. There's always a bit of a delay as we wait this end, but they'll come through. Thank you, Paul. Yet we can approach with confidence. Annie, God wants and longs for us to boldly go to him. Amazing that he wants us to boldly go to him. 
Yeah, Helen approaching the throne of grace with confidence, boldness, confidence to, to know that, that God is God, to take time to be with him, to be still. It's amazing that, that the richness of just a couple of verses that we may get lots of different things from it. We've still got another bit of time to do this, so do, do post up anything that's getting your attention. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Low family. Good to have you with us. Yes, Chrissy, let us hold firmly. I, I, I was drawn to that as well. Rachel, he understands our weaknesses. We will find the grace in God. He understands our weaknesses. Thank you, Claire. So do, do keep them coming. I'm going to ask Silas to come, come and join us now. But do take a moment to, to read through those those different things that people... Um, posted because it's it's wonderful to see the different reflections but why don't you jump on screen Silas and I'll come off screen people have an upgrade so this is Silas uh, he's he's uh, been at Hope since the very beginning because him and his wife Annie uh, Annie is sort of virtually with us you've you've taken on some of the things that she was going to share oh, I have so Silas and Annie were the founding pastors of Hope uh, pretty much exactly 20 years ago and in the past couple of years they have started One Church, One Day, Bristol, which is a, a movement to get all the church, lots of different churches in Bristol to take their place in creating an unbroken canopy of prayer over the city. So Silas is going to be sharing, I'm going to be interviewing you a bit, looking at um, how we can be a church devoted to prayer, which is the title of today's talk. Is there anything else you want to say by means of introduction, Silas? Anything else you want to say hello or, or do you want to jump in? No, the only thing I want is I realise that I'm very fidgety and say, <laughs> Andrew, make sure I stick at this spot because I find stand, standing still quite difficult. So this is this is quite a um, this is discipline. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a little green arrow on the floor. He's got, yeah. to, keep, he's got to keep his I've feet stand there. I decide. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're getting lots of hellos. People very very excited to see uh, you. Hello, everyone. Hello. Everyone. <laughs> nice to see you. I've missed you. All. So we've missed you. All, indeed. Andrew. Yeah. Don't forget, Annie's right next door to you. Yeah. So. Um, and if Silas forgets anything, chuck it in the comments and I'll, um, I can say it. Yeah. So do you want to just start off by saying wh- what, you, you know, what, is, what is prayer to you? How, what's at the heart of prayer? Um, yes, yeah, so very much Annie and I prepared this together. She wasn't able to be with us actually in person. So I'm going to kind of give, uh, say what we, we both would say here. So at the heart of prayer is closeness to God being in his presence it is knowing his heart and his plans and you get that from being close to him and it, it but it is also giving our heart and our concerns to him because he loves to hear those that's what we would see and um annie had a picture yesterday when we were praying and i'm gonna i'm gonna hold this up and andrew you might need to sort of slightly direct me that's perfect is that perfect or a little bit down a little bit down that's the one and um so this is um a ladder and there's a trap door and at the top um we, we kind of we kind of see this we, we've got this lovely verse that you've introduced boldly approach the throne um, 
of grace. And I think the idea, Wayne Annie had this yesterday, and we got these verses, um, is that we are invited to come up here, up here. We start maybe, we're, we're down here, we live in the world down here. In the physical, we live in the world here. But we are invited in prayer to come up boldly, to come up here. And there's a little sort of trap door at the top there. And there's a scripture here, um, Revelation 4.1. I saw heaven open, that's from John. And the idea is that in prayer, we, we come up here. And we do this every day, we can do this every day. Because in Ephesians 2.6, it says we are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. And so when we pray, we, 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 we come up. And then from this position here, seated with Christ, then we can pray, coming up above the situation, then we can pray. And the idea is, like Jesus did to pray, that heaven, everything from here will come down on earth. And um, I think the secret is to know how to come up here. And then we listen here, and then we can pray. It's amazing that uh, song that uh, uh, Sam was doing about the increase of these governments. You see, we, we are meant to govern with... I mean, it sounds extraordinary, but we're meant to govern with him. <laughs> um, as we come up, we partner with him. It's brilliant. Thank you, Sam, for bringing that this morning. So that's what we'd say on that. I think. I'm going to go off piste early here, but how, how would you... How would you go up that ladder? I mean, you were saying before the, the service began to me that you and Anne have very different ways of doing yeah. that. But can you shed a bit of light to how people can get that heavenly perspective? Yeah, okay, we're all so different. And that's why actually it's taken a long time for Annie and I to learn how to pray together. Because the way I would approach is, we welcome you with praise, we welcome you with praise. And I would say, come on, this is the way to approach God. Thank him, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. And I say, right, this is how to approach God. But actually, and so I, I, I find testimonies. I, I read my, my, my dad's written this little book and it's got lots of little testimonies. So I like to read a testimony. I like to gather with people and say, what's God been doing this week? And that helps me, literally, you know, if you've got this, it helps me coming up the ladder. But Annie's approach is totally different. Annie's approach is just to be quiet and to uh, look at creation. And she says, you know, she walks around and she says, oh, thank you, God, nice tree. As in, God, that's a nice tree you created. It's totally different. And so she approaches in a totally different way. And we're individually made. Uh, I love the way you do it, uh, uh, Andrew, with you and, and Rebecca of organic worship. I find that really helpful. But I have to sit for quite a long time. And then eventually, the, 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 the phrases you've got, eventually they begin to permeate me. And then I find them going up. You know, so it's like we're all different. So it's like it's, it's trying to find the way that you connect with God's presence, yeah, and yeah. then and using that to fuel and. Yeah, and the key the way is to get into His presence. It isn't actually, actually in a sense to come up. I mean, we, in one sense, we're always in His presence. But the key way is to that. It, how you do it is very, very different. Some would do it through liturgy. Uh, Helen and um, in the in the Ocod. Um, 
Helen and Peter, you, you know, they, 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 they use liturgy. Claire, Claire, um, in uh, 12 o'clock, she uses Teze. And it's different. Mm. The point is, find how God created you. But the key thing, know that you can be seated. Boldly approach in whichever way it is. So how, how did God teach you and Annie? Jump into the, the sort of third question I gave you. But how, yeah. how did God teach you guys to to love prayer and to learn how to pray? Um, I think um, it says it in Scripture. <laughs> you kind of we used to, we'd read Acts and we go flip. You, you, you know, you pray and things happen on earth. You pray. These people they prayed is so devoted to prayer. You know, everything was kicking off in the, you know, after Jesus uh, was ascended, and the church, you know, multiplied and was was one thing. Three thousand people were added in that day. We're thinking, what's the common denominator? The common denominator was prayer. And I was thinking, I was given a job in 1992 up the road, uh, Christchurch, and I was given a job to lead the, to, to lead the youth, and I got the job, and then I suddenly thought, well, I don't even like teenagers. And I thought, I've got this job, how do I do this? How do I do it? And this guy and my 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 mother-in-law, obviously God was giving the answer through my mother-in-law, she said, oh, there's this guy doing this great work down in, um, down in um, sort of Bournemouth area. So I went down there and I said, how do you do it? And he said, the secret is prayer and prayer and fasting. So I said, all right, I've never done that. Never really prayed much, never really fasted. I'll do it because I want it to work. <laughs> so in one sense it's in the word but then but also he Annie and I we learned about the prophetic we we Pete Gregg brilliant these days Pete Gregg fantastic he's got this book uh, Dirty Glory and we'd recommend this the prayercourse.org uh, and the tool shed check that out brilliant so so people you, you want to spend time hang out with people who pray and catch what they catch. We have, we've had an amazing blessing in this church over the years from Ugandans. John Malundi, Arnold, um, Arnold Mwungi, uh, Richard Foster would be one, Annie, for, for, you know, he taught a lot. A Yongi Cho, Korean, biggest church in the world. So I thought, well, well, you know, uh, yeah, let's hear what he has to say. He must know. It started with five people in 1958. Now, biggest church in the world. He must know something about it. And he, he wrote this book called Prayer, Key to Revival. So basically I read stuff and I hung out with people and then possibly the two other things I would say, uh, I hung out with um, these ladies um, up at Christchurch, uh, Frida, she was in her 90s, Bunny, she was uh, 80 odd, uh, and Rosemary, 70, and I used to go and meet them. And, you know, we hardly prayed, but I was in their presence and there was something about their presence. I was with someone and I thought... I used to leave their places when I prayed with them for a bit. I, I used to, or just chatted actually. I used to think, I, I, my spirit was, mm. was alive. So there are some people who can teach you about prayer because they've been there in, the, my dad was the same. Annie's mum is very similar. Annie, I learned by, you know, you learn by people as well who can help you. Mm. And he's posted up a, a resource, prayercourse.org. Was that the same one that you... Uh, yeah. Prayercourse.org. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that's Pete Craig, is it? Pete Craig. Great. Yeah. Amazing stuff on there. So so you sort of started... You you got you landed a job that you, you didn't really know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And you decided to try and find out from other church leaders and other people the keys. And, and prayer was sort of yeah. right in the middle of it. So yeah. was, was it an easy thing for you to 
you know, did you just find it easy to become a person of prayer? Did no. you have any, yeah, so how- No, I hated it. Because, because it was prayer and fasting. We did it every, th- we, we said we'll do it every Thursday. Because <laughs> this guy said pray and fast. And <laughs> I hated it. Because I, because I, I, I really like my food. And, and, and truly the classic things, we would do it. But the point is we said we'd do it. And then people turned up. So if people turn up to your house to pray, <laughs> you've got to be there. You've got to pray. And yeah. gradually, the, different people took different times. So Rosemary would come at 10 o'clock and she'd pray. And then at um, 11 o'clock, I think, there wasn't anyone, so that was quite nice to have a bit of a break. <laughs> and then, and then uh, there, there, was, there was a guy who used to come at 1 o'clock and, uh, and he prayed so differently from me. And, 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 uh, and I used to feel sleepy then. But I basically, I fasted. But basically, I just had no food. I was grumbling. And, uh, and then at two o'clock, another lady came and she, uh, she prayed. And, and, and that was powerful. There was a bit of prophetic stuff in there. And then at four o'clock, this was the most exciting thing. This is what I'd love to share with, with Charlie with the, and youth, is the, the, the youth started to come. And they would write, they, God would start speaking to them. You know, we talk about hearing God's voice. They, we, I'd never really heard about that before. And, but they, they used to write stuff down. And I thought, flipping heck, they're hearing God. Mm. And, and I was having to catch up with them. And so, and then in the evening, other guys would come. And basically, we did it for seven years. Wow. Just prayed and fasted. And to be honest, uh, you know, I was really grumpy. <laughs> but, but we did it. And I think God sometimes just, even if you don't understand, I think, you know, I, I, if I feel God has said something, I will do it, mm. even if I don't understand it. <laughs> now I, I enjoyed a bit more. <laughs> well, um, describe that, because I would say you and Annie now seem to love praying. You know, it, it's a joy for you. Yeah. And to hear that originally it was, it was sort of, a blind obedience is maybe a bit too extreme, but it was obedience because that's what God said to you, you did it, but it was a, it was something you just forced yourself to do. How did you go from that to the, a, a sort of deep joy of prayer? As a as a couple, uh, I think for me, so, so like this morning, I, I come here this morning, and the way I worship is I I remember what God has done, and I remember what God's done in this place, and I've got a sort of a, a, a stack of diaries just speaking, and so I I just I I love testimony, and I think what that does is it is it because I've got all the stories of. God in heaven, who made this whole world speaking to you and me. Mm. Isn't that incredible? And knowing us, Annie and I love Psalm 139, and it draws us. He knows everything about us. And I think that just keeps me in the place. I'm very fidgety. I find concentration incredibly difficult. In fact, I remember my dad said the secret of prayer is concentration, and I thought, oh, flipping it. Well, I'm, I'm stuff. <laughs> um, but... Um, what was the question? <laughs> How did you come to enjoy prayer? Yeah. So, so, you're, so you're saying... I love it. I love it when I'm... when I, I don't always get there at all, but when I'm in that place and I'm... I love being with others and hearing stories and I feel sometimes a prayer... You might feel you're praying for an hour or something and then you suddenly find it's two and a half hours later mm-hmm. and you've just been in fellowship with that. And I like gathering of people. Yeah. Annie doesn't... Annie likes really being on her own. Mm. And she she loves that way, but I think it's the sense of hearing her praying and her, her what she does. She, she gives her heart and her concerns to him, and and she just chats to him. Mm. And, and and it's different, but we but we we've, we've been drawn into 
loving praying. Mm. I think Annie probably loved it also. I didn't. <laughs> I just thought I, I need to do this because it works. Yeah. I, I'm just proud. I want to see it work. Yeah. I want to see our city change. And if he gives me an idea and we put it into practice and it works, I think it works. Yeah. Nehemiah, it worked. Yeah. Um, I'm not the most natural prayer. Well, and that's your testimony is that prayer works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's a story after story. Yeah. So take us through, um, Annie says she does like praying with people too. She doesn't just like doing oh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. She's awesome. Just that, yeah. When she prays and, and hears, she, she, awesome. hears, she hears these words, she gets words from people. Yeah. Sorry, Annie. Um, Thanks for correcting me. Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you, you guys have obviously been through having a family, having young kids in the midst of trying to be people of prayer. And I think a lot of people, irrespective of whether we've got children or family, but in terms of that busyness of life, yeah. having a job, having to commute or not commute at the minute, but just busyness, how, how have you guys learned to pray through the different stages of life? What did it look like during your busier patches and how did you do that? Well, the, the busiest patches when you've got lots of little children running around. And I, I, God is a God of grace. And if you're a mum there or, or a dad and, and, and you, you're the, maybe the primary, um, parent, it's learning hard work. It's knackering, isn't it? But you know, he gives us grace. He understands that that's very tiring. And so, um, chill out. Don't feel you have to come to every prayer meeting. Don't feel guilty about that. At that stage of life, in the home, and you to, <laughs> I do this sometimes as well, you go to the loo, and you don't really go to the loo just to, you know, do a number one or number two. You go to the loo because you just need some space. Hmm. And, um, you know, his, his grace is, is over us. And, and I think, and he understands. He understands. And I think the thing I would say is try to create, if in the home, try to create for, if you're married, uh, uh, try to create for your partner at some stage in the week some space for them to pray mm. and to have their time. And either way, and if there's someone who's who's, if you're a, a single parent, you know, it's a single parent. Say, so we as a family need to create for them as well that space where they can, in a sense, just keep their prayer life, even if it's just ticking over for a bit. Mm. But and then you come to a different season. There are different seasons, and uh, the season we're in now is very different. You know, and uh, we've got time, and. Uh, but we do, we, 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 we walk through that season. Mm. Uh, uh, quick, quick arrow prayers, <laughs> you know, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, because you've almost talked about two different types of prayer. You've talked about one which is, uh, and you reference Annie doing this very conversational, quick yeah. sort of, what you describe as an arrow prayer, yeah. which is just that constant dialogue or, or an easy dialogue like between friends. Yeah. But also the type of prayer which is like intentional time. Set aside either with others or with yourself for an extended period, yeah. and that seems—you know—correct me if I'm wrong—but that seems to be what you're saying is that is a really good rhythm of prayer. Is you can't just have the big moments, the extended times, but it's about an ongoing friendship that has sort of focuses at points as well. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, and I, that is right. And I think my—I I think why I struggled quite a lot with prayer probably is I didn't have the intimate stuff, so I had lots of big hits. Big, you know, 
but my, I wasn't really developing well this sort of the rhythm of prayer. Um, but uh, but I was sustained by the big hits because I I kind of um, I, I I can live off them and the testimonies. But actually the the ongoing and that's why the Lord's you know we say the Lord's prayer every every day now in our home we pray with my mum and there's something about the repetitive stuff mm. it's like with your uh, organic worship there's something about or you, you the in, in, in encouragement people to go look at those few verses that phrase boldly i approach your throne there's something about that sort of stuff that sustains you and it'll pop the spirit of god if you're just doing a little bit of rhythmical stuff the spirit of god will bring it up that's why we need to pray daily, because otherwise, if, 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 like in my mind, I've got loads of thoughts in my mind, you know, sort of pew, 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 loads of things I might be thinking about. If I remember to just bring uh, some scripture in the Lord right to the beginning, then he'll be, he's, I'm more alert to him every day if I've spent some time there. Mm. If I haven't, he begins to drift back and more and more concerns of the world are all there. And then I'm not so in tune to see what he's doing. Mm. It's kind of like that. I was useless at feeding my daily bread. I was just not good at it. I would go on, on the hits. But, but I just want concentration on Yeah. So you meditate, so meditating on scripture, meditating uh, on I'm stories. useless at that. <laughs> Annie does it all the time. I, I'm really used to that. Yeah. I just start, you know, me in meditation, it's like, you know. <laughs> no. My meditation, my type of meditation is a testimony. Yeah. I meditate on that. Yeah. I meditate on all the, you know, the things God, what God has done. Mm. I always, people always laugh about me, but, I, but I, you know, I know all the dates. I meditate on the dates where God did something in this church. Mm. The exact dates. That's what I meditate on. I find the meditation of scripture. I just, I just know I'm good at it. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Well, I think you're doing, I think you're doing yourself a disfavor, but. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, word meditation makes me feel a bit sort of funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not me. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but for others, but in a sense, I meditate on his, you know, uh, Psalm one four five, where you, you you know one generation will tell another of his mm. goodness. You know, I meditate on God's on on, on what God do, does on earth. Yeah. But that's why I, I, I meditate on what He's done. Mm. Really, that's more me. So could could you? Well, what I'd love to do, everyone, just before I ask Silas my, my sort of final question, is say if you've got any questions at home that you'd like to ask Silas. I mean, obviously, if, if there are lots of them, then I'm not going to be able to ask him everything. But just I'll be looking for a couple of questions in the comments if you've got any. But my final question, Silas, was: mm. Would you be able to give us any uh, some of the different ways that you pray? And you've talked about some of it already. But if there are any other specific variations in, in different ways that people can engage with prayer. Yeah, uh, I think, um, I think reading scripture, just reading, scripture praying, call it. I, I read a book called 12, 12, well, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, The Hour That Changes the World. And it had 12 different things, five minutes for each thing. I thought, that's it, I could probably concentrate for five minutes. One thing was scripture praying. Mm -hmm. um, one thing is just, um, just, uh, just, just praising. Another thing is silence. Mm. Um, another thing is. Um, um, am I saying the sort of thing you're after? It's great. Say it again. Yeah, it's just different ways that we can pray. 
different. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think. I mean, I think a lot of the guys who worship these days, a lot of the worship songs, their people's their their prayers mm. just done to music, and, 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 and you know that's fantastic. I think that's really helpful. Um, Annie and I are are uh, connected with um, so the twenty four seven stuff and Lectio, and we just Lectio three six five, and we just listen to. It's all kind of it's quite, kind of quite monastic. Mm. We quite like that. Um, I like praying as I garden because I think mm-hmm. as you garden, we just begin to get into that. You you, you kind of see creation. You you, you plow. You you dig up. You uproot stuff. You can't kind of so so you can sort of take God into your life like that. And we love. I mean, I know that Annie and I, Psalm one three nine, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. And God knows everything about us. And that's the way we've really learned to pray together. Mm-hmm. You know, we might approach the friend, but we pray together because we love in speak, in, in join together to pray with someone and to prophetically, because the, pro- the prophetic words have become so normal now in church. Mm-hmm. And to say, uh, um, to, to, to bring someone before them and say, Lord, what would you want to say to this person? And we do that. So original design prayer, freedom prayer. What's the thing? Helping people mm. to forgive. Romans twelve seventeen to 21. Helping people to forgive in, and to reconcile is something that in, in our age, in, in this world, is such an important mm. thing. Because people can't necessarily access everything if there's this big block of unforgiveness. Mm. So we love doing that, helping people to forgive. Mm-hmm. Because we had to learn how to forgive. Mm. You know, you, you, you have, you, until you've learned how to forgive, until you've forgiven, you can't help anyone else to, because yeah. you've still got a flipping block in your own eye. Mm. So that's amazing, that sort of prayer. Love doing that. Um, and I, But I think the main thing is go and find, find what, Ask God how He's made you to pray, yeah. and then pursue that. Yeah, you know, um, that's what I did. I I, uh, I wanted to see things happen on Earth, mm. and to be able to say, "Well, it was this, and now it's this." Mm. What's the key? So I just love Nehemiah. I read yeah. Nehemiah all the time, and Ephesians. Whoa, Ephesians. Mm. That's poof. there's a lot there. There's so much there. It's just just being Ephesians. We've had a couple of couple of questions come through. Um, Annie, I wonder if you could answer Jason's question about any resources or suggestions on fasting, um, and then I'll ask Silas a couple. I know Richard Foster in the celebration of celebration discipline. discipline. But Annie, if you've got anything else on fasting, please do post that up for Jason. But um, Carla asked a great question, which she says sort of who, who opens the the trap door or the access between us and God is it is it us is it God is it is it both of us but it, it, I guess the question is if you're feeling a how do you get into his presence and if there's a bit of a block is it our responsibility to get rid of it is it sometimes God that needs to get rid of it how, how do you get into his presence if if, if, you, if that's a challenge Carla I hope I've got your question there so you asking me that I'm asking you that I think I think the key thing is the veil has been torn and we have access and there's nothing that you or I, Carla, or Ed, there's, there's nothing that anyone else, we, there is nothing that stops us coming into the presence of God and to be able to access 
that. Um, apart from probably the probably the thing the thing I think that I found when I've had trouble in accessing that, it's really been the thing that's been in the way is not his desire to meet with me. It's my shame. It's my guilt. It's my self hatred. It's my I don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. And 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 what and. And so I look at myself and I think he couldn't possibly want to hang out with me today. Mm-hmm. So the trapdoor is open. And it's a funny thing about a trapdoor. It's not like we've got to push it. It's open. Mm-hmm. Imagine it's an open door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but when I've struggled most in my life, it's usually because, uh, and you know, I've had dark times in my life. And I remember even four years ago, I remember saying to Annie, Annie said, let's pray. And I said, what's the point? And you know, and, <laughs> I said that. I said, what's the point? And, and, and it was, but actually, I can see the father was just saying, oh, Silas, I love you. I love you. It's not about you being good. It's not, you know, you don't have to, you know, our righteousness is, is, is being sorted by Jesus. Mm. You, we, we are, we are right. We, we have access. We, we are, we are seated with him. Mm. Uh, and it, yeah, it, 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 it's us that stops us. Mm. It's not him. Mm. that's how I see it probably the last thing we'll, we'll talk about but Sam Mowley's asked quite a nice question which I thought would be a nice way to end but what a nice question yeah. it's not, well, all of them are nice questions but are you, I just are you can ask it in English because that will help yeah I, I don't I wouldn't be able to translate it that quickly okay. I'd need Google Translate okay so i stop going off the point yeah <laughs> his question is um, is there any particular testimony that you can share with us that, that you've been thinking about recently a story of God answering prayer that's on your mind um, <laughs> that you can share. Yeah, <laughs> that I can share. Um, well, it's 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 in process. This, um, but uh, no, 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 no. Let's go back. Do you, do you want one very recent? Yeah, we just. Yeah. Okay. Very recent. Um, some friends of ours who have been um, um, trying to no I can't sorry I can't say that one I'll tell you another one I'll tell you the most exciting thing this is the thing I absolutely love and I'd like to say this to young people in church uh, the Ambers and the Hucketts the you know the uh, all the the Peregrines all you guys you you you, you, you when we started doing youth work up, up the road many years ago um, the most exciting thing was is that the kids, uh, and I call them kids, teenagers, they heard God. Mm. And, and I'm so excited you, that Charlie is here um, because um, you, God, because, you know, when I look around the church, I just, this is exciting. I look at some of There's a woman in our church called Katie Sobel. She was 15 when she started hearing God. And, and didn't really know what was going on. She was, and we just wrote it down. And, 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 and it's fantastic. So you guys, you youngsters, uh, uh, crack in. Because that, that's, that's the most exciting thing. And that's actually what I think the world needs, most of all. But don't, don't wait. Don't think you've got to become an adult. Crack in right now. Because mm. you hear God. And my testimony and Annie's testimony over those years, 1992 to 1999, is God speaks to young people. Mm. So, you know, crack on. Bless you. Will you pray for Silas and then I'll 
hand over to Charlie to wrap up. Yeah, I only pray, I only actually a lot five prayers a day. I've already done four, so I could do one for you, yeah. Okay, thank you, mate. That was, sorry, that was a joke. <laughs> so anyone watching, that's, that he doesn't know me, that's a total joke. What you've done there is, you, you've done all this good work, <laughs> and then and I've undone pulled it. the rug yeah. out from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Father, Father, I thank you that we can, and I thank you what I've been learning, I suppose, over my life, that we can boldly approach your throne, but that door, that that access to you because of you Jesus and your death the access into the throne room uh, is for us and so Hope Church and anyone else watching on this the access for you is open right now and for you to come up come up Annie and I sometimes picture it like being in a balloon come up and then see earth from that perspective. Hear the Father. I pray for all of us that we would hear the Father, what he's saying to us from, from there, in the heavenly places. And then, with the authority that we have, then to declare and to loose the kingdom of heaven on earth. And that's what all of us can do. And may Hope Church, may you know that that is your inheritance spiritual inheritance so father help more and more of us to to understand that access and to be able to just release the kingdom in jesus name amen that's lovely stuff isn't it thank you silas i think at the beginning silas said that Prayer is closeness to God. And what I love about that whole, I was going to say talk, but that conversation is just how liberating it was. I don't know if that was your experience, but to be liberated of the idea that it is hard work to be close to God, to be in the presence of God. And I think basically what you were saying, Silas, is that prayer is playful. It's play, isn't it? And Annie does it differently to Silas, and Silas does it differently to Andrew. And our, our treat, our pleasure, like life is like a great big laboratory, isn't it? We get to just mix the chemicals together and just see where God takes us. And that's why young people hear God. That's why young people are so good at, at praying and, and being close to God and in the presence of God. It, it's because they, they don't have that cynicism. They're willing to play and try things. So shall we be a, a, a playful church in our prayer? Shall we pray for that? Um, and, uh, and shall we also encourage one another to do it? Shall we text each other, call each other this week uh, and, and try things, invite each other into to new things that we're trying? Let's remember that testimony um, about Annie and Silas meeting through the week with different people in the church and praying in different styles, some of them comfortable, some of them uncomfortable. But let's be, let's be gathering around each other as, as much as we can at this time. Um, with social distancing uh, in mind obviously so let's pray Lord would you make us people that are, are playful in prayer and that are liberated to draw near to you and would we build each other up in that Amen